it's time to rethink language around weight. And this has been something that I've been wrestling with a lot for the past couple weeks. And weight has long been a topic of conversation. It will continue to be a topic of conversation. It carries with it such a heavy burden of judgment and shame and how one feels about themselves at a soulful level. And it is so time we start rethinking who we are, what we've been through, and how we talk to ourselves about the weight. Now, I am actually getting ready this week to be photographed for an American magazine. I'm so excited about this opportunity. It's amazing. However, this topic this week came up because of how I have personally wrestled with this, feeling like I'm not ready. I wish I could lose more weight. Oh my gosh. Uh, But then I stopped to think, instead of focusing solely on numbers and sizes, it's time to shift the attention to the health and well-being. And if you have been burdened with chronic pain, you've been able to heal to any degree, it might not show on the outside as much as it does feel on the inside. Weight is just one piece of the puzzle when it comes to being healthy. Our bodies are such complex systems, and I tell you what, they thrive when treated with love, respect, and nourishment. By reframing the language that we're having publicly and eternally with ourselves, we can create a more positive and compassionate narrative around our bodies. We can begin to celebrate our uniqueness, the diversity, what our bodies have done for us, what they've put up with, the invisible conditions that no one else walking down the street will know that you're dealing with, and accept that there's no one-size-fits-all standard for beauty and health as there's no one-size-fits-all standard for the journeys we have in life and what we wrestle with. Let's focus on the sole measurement of how you feel inside your body. Because it's important to recognize that weight is not always within an individual's control. There's genetic factors, hormonal imbalances, underlying health conditions, and they all play a role in your uniqueness. Instead of blaming individuals for their size, shifting the narrative towards understanding and support and empathy and kindness. This language change also extends to ourselves. You know, stop hating ourselves for not fitting into society's narrow definition of beauty or what we should be and embrace our bodies as they are and appreciate the amazing and incredible things they have gone through and had our back literally through life. Rethinking our language around weight also means acknowledging that your weight is not a measure of your worth. Your value as an individual is not determined by the number on the scale or the size of your clothes. You are so much more than a physical appearance. By shifting your focus from weight to your overall health, you can promote positive behaviors and habits that benefit, ironically, both your body and your mind. Instead of obsessing over those numbers on the scale, let's prioritize nourishing ourselves with nutritious foods and engaging in activities that we enjoy and practicing self-love and self-care. In this episode, we're going to break free from society's unrealistic beauty standards and embrace positivity. Welcome to the Soul Sun Podcast. Hey there, I'm Gabrielle, your podcast hostess and the creator of the Mighty Zen Wellness brand. Now, in case we haven't met yet, I want to give you the too long don't listen story of how all this came to be. Now, I've experienced one too many traumatic events in my life. And for decades, I've battled awful feelings emotionally and physically surrounding all of it to the point of becoming air quote frozen. 
Yes, that was a doctor's diagnosis. It all was literally weighing me down and locking me up. And I was living in severe. The instant that I started to make my time for Zen, I was able to begin working on nurturing my mental physical connection. And Mighty Zen was born out of a frustration and a desire for high quality wellness products that help heal the effects of stress, trauma, triggers, and chronic pain, as well as empowering oneself with ways to soothe their mind and body in the sanctuary of their own home. I believe wellness and healing from trauma should be a soulful experience. And that as women, the only thing we should be choosing to wing is our eyeliner, not our lives. And that's where Soul Signs comes in. This is a podcast about how those little soulful hints can do wonders for your well-being, leading you, too, on a journey of rewriting your stories of adversity into narratives of strength. And with Mighty Zen by your side, I know we can make it more soothing and accessible than ever to help you take care of yourself emotionally and physically. Your body and mind are connected in truly remarkable ways, and you deserve to discover all this and live your best life, however you define that. If you're new around here, welcome. And if you've tuned in to the podcast previously, welcome back. Now, I know I'm not the only one who has suffered with this and wrestled with this exact topic. And there are some common misconceptions about pain and weight. When it comes to chronic pain and weight loss, it can sometimes feel like this never-ending cycle. And if you're experiencing chronic pain because of your weight, or if your weight gain is the result of chronic pain, well, it's a bit like that age-old question, what came first, the chicken or the egg? And the truth is the relationship between weight and chronic pain is so complex. Excess weight can indeed put an additional stress on weight-bearing joints and lead to increased pain levels. However, it's also important to note that chronic pain itself can contribute to weight gain and even obesity. People experiencing chronic pain, you know, you often have limited mobility and may find it very difficult to engage in regular physical activities like everyone else might be doing. Additionally, the emotional toll of living with chronic pain can lead to emotional eating and a sedentary lifestyle. So understanding the connection between weight and health and the including risks of obesity is crucial in addressing chronic pain and promoting overall well-being. When it comes to understanding the role of exercise in managing chronic pain and weight, it's important to address the misconception that traditional workouts will work for everyone. The impact of chronic pain on your physical capabilities and your personal limitations absolutely demands adoptable exercise routines tailored to your specific needs. And by understanding the role of exercise when it comes to managing pain, inflammation, and weight, you can customize your approach so that you feel good and you have a return on that investment. The truth about exercise and inflammation, and exercise particularly like really physical activity, can have a profound impact on chronic pain management by addressing inflammation in the body. Chronic pain conditions often involve an inflammatory response, leading to increased pain levels and decreased functionality. So traditional workout programs really don't work for everyone. They're not suitable for individuals coping with chronic pain and trying to lose weight, highlighting the needs for alternative approaches or starts for those who have physical limitations. Conventional exercise programs are often designed to follow a one-size-fits-all model. There might be slight variations, right? They might show you different ways to do this if you're beginner level, intermediate, or advanced. But it often overlooks the unique needs and limitations of individuals experiencing any kind of chronic pain, whether it be fibromyalgia, arthritis, you know, any kind of dexterity, flexibility, or mobility issues. 
These all vary from person to person and really necessitate a personalized regimen that one can feel very comfortable with. Additionally, chronic pain conditions may limit the intensity and duration of physical activity that one can do, making traditional workouts impractical or even harmful. So the importance of adopting exercises to your individual needs is paramount for successful chronic pain and weight loss achievement. Customizing exercise routines based upon your pain thresholds, your physical capabilities, and your personal goals ensures a safe and supportive environment for your long-term success. This approach allows you to participate in physical activity without exacerbating the pain or causing further injuries. Or if you're like me, sometimes you do something and then you are laid up in bed for three days. By recognizing and accommodating your individual needs and going slow, whether it's through modified exercises, low impact activities, or specialized programs, you can begin to ease and manage your chronic pain and reap physical, emotional, and psychological benefits that are the same of a more intense exercise workout. Honestly, if you start tailoring exercise to your individuality, you will start to foster such a sense of control, empowerment, and overall well-being and maximize your, your success. So rethinking weight loss strategies. Now, I told you earlier in this episode about how I was you know, getting ready to do this photo shoot this week and some of the, you know, mind fuckery that I wrestled with around that. But it triggered, I guess, some past trauma when it came to, you know, the chronic pain and, you know, all the issues and going to all the doctors and trying to figure out what was going on with my body. And of course, because I had been sedentary during COVID, my back had gone out, all these things. Um, their first reaction was, well, lose weight, start exercising. And I couldn't, like the inflammation flared up, like it was just so painful. But the, the doctors were trying to get me to fit into this one size fits all approach that then if I did that, then my chronic, like that was the answer. And, but I had been so active and physical before I was like an athlete. I was in great shape. So it just didn't make any sense that this was it. And so when it comes to weight loss, you know, there's these sustainable lifestyle changes that are essential for long-term success. But I was basically told the approach of eat less, move more. And we just have to rethink that language around weight and weight loss strategies and move beyond caloric intake and food groups. They're super important. Do not get me wrong. But prioritizing the conversation we have with ourselves about our weight and our condition and develop a new relationship around that with wanting to have success that can create a sustainable framework for weight loss that promotes overall health, disease control, easing chronic pain, and long-term well-being. This is all how Mighty Zen began. It was focusing on sustainable lifestyle changes. It was the key to success not only with helping with weight loss, because that to me is it's still an ongoing process. I'm not back to where I was. But when it comes to chronic pain control, OMG, it is night and day. I can't even tell you mentally and emotionally where I was back in July of 2022. But prioritizing lifestyle changes, I have been able to create lasting, healthy, promoting habits that extend beyond any short-term weight loss gains. 
And this is the beginning of everything when it came with Mighty Zen. Embracing a holistic approach to easing chronic pain and getting into a state of happiness. I was able to take into account individual needs, preferences, challenges, and that has ensured sustainable success. Focusing on healthy lifestyle changes, I was able to gain control over chronic pain management, weight reduction, and improve overall well-being in the long run. But I will tell you that healing is not possible while you are in a state of stress. Your body is doing its job to protect you. So the number one most important thing to do is to reduce your state of stress. To achieve optimal health and weight loss, weight management, it is absolutely vital to reduce this. Chronic pain has a direct impact on our bodies. It increases cortisol levels. And those little things are really hard to battle. They hinder the healing process. So it is absolutely important. I will, you know, stand up on a soapbox and preach about this, how that is one of the number of things, number one things you need to do in order to start healing. By creating a calm and peaceful, what I call sanctuary, it is so important to supporting your overall well-being and facilitate your healing journey. So I want to talk about weightitude, which I might have made up this term, but there is definitely an attitude around weight. And for outsiders, it's physical. People look, they judge, they comment. But going beyond physical, it involves addressing the emotional and psychological aspects associated with your chronic pain, your weight gain, weight management, weight loss goals, and everything else that's invisible to the outside world. And there are some crucial considerations when dealing with this emotional and psychological aspect of this with being able to be successful in reducing your stress levels. So number one is acknowledging the emotional toll that all this has taken on you. You have been at a internal war with yourself. So recognizing and validating the impact that this has all had on your emotional well-being is so important. Just pull out a journal, a piece of paper, and just spill the tea with yourself. And next, we want to look at developing coping strategies. Because it's so important, again, to reduce that stress level. You cannot heal from a heightened, anxiety-written, mindfuckery state. And Implementing healthy coping strategies, you know, stress management techniques, seeking support from loved ones, a community online. If you have no one in your ecosphere around you that is supportive, and then just stepping out by yourself and engaging activities that bring joy, relaxation, positivity. I was alone in my journey. I had to create that space that protective space of being able to just relax and release and do the things that made me happy. Again, I'll say this, I don't know how many more times in this episode, this is how Mighty Zen came to be. I kept saying, it's my time for Zen. It's my time for Zen. I would lock myself in my little sanctuary that I created and I was all about self-care, self-love, and I just didn't care. I knew I had to embark on this journey. I knew I wasn't going to survive it if I didn't. And that leads on to the next thing, nurturing your emotional well-being through self-care. Prioritize yourself and prioritize those activities that feel good, that promote your emotional health, whatever that is. Engage in things that bring fulfillment. It sounds so easy, doesn't it? But sometimes it's not. We just get caught up in all the other stuff. 
and start to recognize what are your stressors? What are your triggers? What is firing up and literally inflaming you? All that is related to chronic pain and weight management. And we need to develop the strategies to knock them on their ass more effectively. I want you to cultivate such a healthy mindset, build up your resiliency, and navigate the challenges associated with chronic pain and any weight struggles that you're having. So that segues perfectly into the role of mindful practices in helping you with your chronic pain and weight. So mindful practices, including meditation, journaling, and stress management techniques can significantly impact pain management, weight loss, and overall well-being. By cultivating awareness and focusing on being in the present moment, you really can better understand your body's needs, where tension is being stored, help manage stress, triggers, develop healthy habits. And by incorporating mindful practices into your daily routine, you gain this great sense of control. Um, and it really enhances emotional well-being, reduces stress, and just improves your overall health. So the value of meditation for pain and stress relief is paramount. I mean, it offers such an immense value while promoting overall well-being. And I was very meditation reluctant for a long time. Like I could not do it. Could not do it. Could not get my mind to stop to relax like all the things. Um, I'm going to get into when we start talking about the infrared sauna blanket, how that all shifted at that moment. Um, so if you are somebody who's not woo-woo, <laughs> and it's like I'm not sitting there doing the own thing, just stay tight. Hang with me, okay? But meditation really helps promote stress relief. Um, you know, you can start focusing on your breath. You can have more awareness on your body and where things are popping up and the tension is, like spots you might need to work on. Um, any kind of guided visualization might you know, like trigger something that you're like, oh, wow, I need to work on that. Um, it absolutely helps calm the mind and relax, which reduces stress, you know, and just promotes overall relaxation and feeling good, which leads to pain management. By directing the awareness to that present moment, just being in the stillness, meditation helps you observe that pain without judgment, anything, just without judgment. You're in the moment. There's nothing. You're just like, oh, wow. Okay. Yep. That's something I need to work through today. Uh, and it really shifts your perspective on your relationship with your chronic pain and emotional well-being. Regular meditation can enhance your emotional resiliency, promote positive emotions, and improve mental health. And like I said earlier, you cannot heal from a, an inflamed, stressed state. Your body is working in that moment. So it's so important that we get you to calm. Calm down. So for some of you guys, this is going to feel like it's impossible, but I'm telling you it can be done. So finding a meditation method that resonates with you, like I told you earlier, I'm like, I haven't been able to ever do it any other way than the way that I created. Um, but maybe for you, like a guided meditation app, going to a meditation class, practicing at home, um, but it will absolutely empower you to help manage your stress, reduce pain, and cultivate a healthy mindset. So this segues perfectly into journaling for your well-being. So when you've been meditating and things bubble up, to be able to then like take it over to the journal and work through it, it's such an outlet for emotional release. It enhances your reflection and it absolutely can help you with chronic pain and weight concerns. And here's some benefits for journaling for emotional well-being. One is the ability to emotionally express yourself. 
Journaling allows you to process and articulate your feelings and reduces emotional distress and helps promote self-awareness. And if you have not listened to the episode when, you know, you have trauma and you can't find your words, go listen to that because you might actually really resonate with that episode. Because for some of us, we can't talk about some things to the public. We can't. Whether it's shame or guilt or it's complex post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, If you haven't heard of that, that is something where you have disassociation, compartmentalization, um, hypervigilance. And I'm not going to get into this episode with the way the brain breaks, or the brain breaks. It does break when you go through complex post-traumatic stress disorder. I am leaving that into this episode. Um, But it's just you you can't necessarily connect the stories so there's this weird foggy vibe around like oh what was the memory the words the timeline like it just doesn't exist in your head it's the weirdest thing to experience it which then segues into the next thing coping mechanisms writing about you know the challenges your pain any kind of struggles It can really help you gain insights so that you can develop coping strategies, have those perspectives in order to find solutions, which then segues into personal growth. You know, it promotes this self-reflection. You can identify patterns. You can test things and track progress. And it leads to this growth and deeper understanding of yourself you know, what you want, what works for you. And so please consider making journaling a regular practice, whether it's writing in a physical journal or using a digital platform, which I really don't recommend that. I really, really feel strongly about pen to paper. Um, We have a journal that gives you journaling prompts, which I think is so important, especially if you can't necessarily connect the dots and work through things. Um, it is methodologies that I have used and tested over the years and put together. And I tell you what, it has helped me work through some deep shit. Like it really, this, this practice of journaling has such a profound effect on emotional well-being, stress management, and overall life satisfaction. Let's talk about creating your personalized plan for your pain and weight loss goals. So number one, we need to assess your current habits and needs that you have. You know, your current situation, the stress levels, the environment, your mental, your physical well-being, your habits, your health information. You know, knowing this foundation, where you're at is the first step towards being able to develop a tailored plan for yourself. Having this holistic understanding of, of your, you know, your lifestyle, your pain levels, your nutritional intake, your physical activity, you can identify areas that you know you need to improve and any kind of potential triggers or saboteurs that will contribute to increased chronic pain and weight. Now, this includes taking a closer look at definitely you know, eating patterns, daily routines, and see where your changes can be made for long-term success. And I know no one wants to hear about looking at your eating patterns, but sometimes food can contribute to chronic pain as well, especially with the stress. So we do have to look at these. Then I want you to look at setting achievable goals. This is crucial for long-term success. And, you know, so many, even like weight loss apps, right? Don't they like say, well, what do you want your goal weight to be? It's like, Okay, that's not the goal right there to start with. I just want to feel better. I just want to feel better. So to say like, you know, you have to enter into these apps that you, whatever your current weight is. And if you're like me, you don't get on the scale. You just know it's wrong right now. <laughs> you just know it's wrong. It doesn't even matter like what the number would be. So you put in some, you're like, oh, am I 200 pounds? What do you want your weight goal to be? I don't know. I don't know. Is it 150, 130 I don't know. Again, it comes back to this stupid number versus how internally I feel. Um, So setting realistic, specific, measurable goals, such as 
Maybe it is just being able to walk a block. Maybe it's, you know, lose, you know, two pounds in a month. I don't know, but small, achievable milestones. This helps you stay motivated, being able to track your progress and make any like pivots or ch- that, you know, to changes that you need for improvement and success. So when it comes to setting goals, I want you to consider your current capabilities, your lifestyle, your pain management needs, and make sure that they align with your long-term vision because you do, that's important as well. But breaking down the larger goals into these smaller, manageable, bite-sized steps, you create this sense of achievement. It builds momentum. And that, my friends, is what creates lasting changes that will support your overall health and well-being. So I want to explore some softer exercises for pain relief and weight loss. And I don't even know if this is a real thing. As I was writing this, I was just like, I feel like I do soft exercises to help with chronic pain versus going like, you know, full on like I used to do in the gym where you'd be doing kettlebells and wall balls and, you know, jumping up and down steps and stuff like that. Or yoga where, you you know, if you have arthritis in your wrist, you can't do some of these things. You know, you can't do... um, you know, burpees and gosh, what are some things now I'm at a, like a loss for words with all this. So anyway, in my journey back to feeling well and starting to get back into the groove of, you know, things, I was exploring softer exercises and it was all encompassing from mind, body, soul. So if you are wrestling with chronic pain, I It might work for you too by incorporating these gentle, low-impact exercises so that you can have this effective, positive approach to being able to manage your pain and ultimately your weight. Um, You know, high-intensity workouts, they may not be suitable. And I have really found that these soft exercises provide relief and still support the weight loss goals. So let's explore some of these options, um, including my favorites, the infrared sauna blanket, self-massage, vibrational plates, um, the importance of light walking. And I want to like share with you some of these alternatives. So maybe you can find exercise practices that would suit your needs, help promote your pain relief, and contribute to your overall weight loss goals. Okay, probably my most favorite soft exercise on the planet is the Mighty Melt Infrared Sauna Blanket. Like, seriously. And this is where I merge the world of meditation. So it's kind of a two for one. I meditate inside the infrared sauna blanket, which is a term that I coined called hot meditation, where you lay there and, oh my gosh, it's just transcendent. It's just the word that I come back to all the time with this. And infrared sauna blanket, you might not think of like, wait, hang on, you're laying there, you're having a sauna sesh, and that's a soft exercise. So bear with me. We're going to get into this, like how it is, because it does have benefits in weight loss, metabolism, and pain relief. The infrared heat that's emitted by these blankets, it penetrates deeper into the body and promotes blood flow, increases heart rate, um, and induces sweating resembling traditional saunas. So here's some of the key points that I want to go over so that you understand more about the effectiveness of infrared sauna blankets and why I'm so passionate about this. The improved metabolism. So the increase in heart rate and blood circulation, it can potentially boost your metabolism, which aids in weight loss. When it comes to pain relief, some individuals report pain relief and relaxation benefits while using an infrared sauna blanket. And it's not just in that duration, like you feel the benefit like long after actually using it. And it does help improve the blood flow and it promotes muscle relaxation. Then you can burn calories. You can burn calories while laying there. It's so amazing. Um, Although the exact number of calories burned may vary depending upon your individual factors, such as weight, the duration of use, the intensity of the session, it, my friends, is happening. Then detoxification. So sweating 
that's induced by infrared helps eliminate toxins from your body, which can indirectly support your weight loss efforts and your chronic pain relaxation. Stress reduction. The experience of using this absolutely hand down promotes the deepest relaxation and reduction of stress levels that I have ever experienced that. Uh, improved sleep. Regular use of infrared sauna blankets definitely enhances sleep quality. And so that allows for better hormonal regulation and potential weight loss benefits. I will also interject here that my personal experience as somebody who is perimenopausal is it has reduced heat flashes. And I assume there's a connection between the infrared sauna blanket usage and that. Because when I'm not using my infrared sauna blanket on a regular basis, for whatever reason, if I'm traveling and I haven't towed it with me, I am back to hot flashes. The next is convenient and time efficiency. So unlike traditional saunas where you have to travel to a specific location, Having a sauna blanket on hand offers the convenience of being used in the comfort of your own home. Um, and this eliminates any excuse for not incorporating this into your routine. And that actually makes it easier for you to case, like stay consistent with your, your rituals and your routine. It's cost effective. So although this isn't um, like per se chronic pain and weight related, it does affect your mental well-being. Like there is an investment without a doubt for infrared sauna blankets, but they will last a long time when taken with care. So using these are a very cost-effective alternative to having to go to a traditional sauna where maybe you have to pay a day rate at, um, you know, like uh, here in Europe, we have thermal baths and it might be a minimum of 30 per visit, 30 euros. But when a one-time investment, you can enjoy this every day. Have the benefits of infrared heat therapy without that need for any expensive spa visits or memberships. And then, you know, kind of touch on this a little bit ago, but the time efficiency of that is that you just really, you only have to carve out time for popping in the thing versus traveling to special location. You, know, you just roll it out and wrap yourself in the blanket and relax in the comfort of your own home. Next, let's talk about the benefits of an at-home massage. So if you've popped in your sauna blanket and you've been in there for 30 to 60 minutes, enjoying your hot meditation, you've got a, you know, some things to journal, then after that, while your body is heated up, while your fascia is hot, and if you don't know about fascia, go listen to another one of my episodes, going in and self-massaging is such a gentle and effective approach to helping manage your pain and support weight loss. Because it is a soft exercise. You're getting physical, like doing this activity. But by using this technique, such as kneading, stroking, applying pressure to specific areas of the body, let's go through the list of potential benefits that you might experience. One is pain reduction. Now, if you experience inflammation, you have fibromyalgia, um, you have, uh, you know, hard fascia, whatever it is, just any kind of like, you know, tension in the body, massage is such a great way to reduce pain for whatever reason, whether it's caused by physical activity or chronic conditions. And by targeting areas of discomfort, you can find relief and improve your overall well-being. Stress relief. The soothing nature of self-massage hands down promotes relaxation and that ultimately helps reduce stress levels. And this is so beneficial for individuals who are experiencing stress regularly. It allows you to take time for yourself and unwind. And for some of us, you know, you might not experience a loving touch on a regular basis. And so it's kind of profound how this act with this touch, you know, it's like telling the body like, hey, thank you. Calm down. I love you. I appreciate you. Like, um, it's, it's a pretty interesting mind-body connection. Next is improved circulation. 
Massaging the body absolutely stimulates blood flow, which has so many benefits in itself. You know, a better circulation means oxygen and nutrients delivered more efficiently to your muscles and help with recovery and promoting overall health. Weight management support. Now, while self-massage alone may not lead to weight loss, it can assist with your weight management efforts. By reducing muscle tension and promoting relaxation, self-massage can help you feel more comfortable during physical activity and make it easier to engage in regular exercise. It enhances your mood. You know, self-massage has been found to have mood-boosting effects. The physical touch and release of tension stimulates the production of endorphins and the body's like feel-good chemicals. And this results in an elevated mood and a greater sense of well-being. Then the convenience and time efficiency. You know, self-massage, it's a convenient and time-efficient way to incorporate relaxation and self-care into your daily routine. You know, traditional massages, they require scheduling appointments, traveling to a spa, shelling out a lot of money, and self-massage can be done anytime, anywhere. You know, home, in the office, you can throw one of these little devices in your bag, on the go, and just take a few minutes to acknowledge and need away the tension and stress. And man, oh man, are there some significant benefits to being able to react in real time so you can address your overall well-being. And the techniques are easy to learn and can be tailored to suit your individual needs. Again, it's cost-effective, which, again, we addressed this earlier with the infrared sauna blanket, because it's stressful to think, I feel this tension in my body, I need a massage, I need to go see a physical therapist, I need these things. And these professionals are, without a doubt, so important in our, our healthcare repertoire, right? But how many of us can do that? It's not covered by insurance. So to be able to, like, have some kind of leg tension and be able to like grab a massage tool and just work through it. You know, it's, it's just cost effective and it's time effective. You know, traditional massages, they're expensive. So by having these tools on hand and learning simple techniques, you can just appease yourself without breaking the bank. And self-empowerment. One of the greatest advantages of self-massage is that sense of empowerment it brings and puts you in the driver's seat of your own care and well-being. You become more in tune with your body as well and you can really know like what's off and areas of tension or discomfort that you're having. And at Mighty Zen I've developed a lineup of self-massage tools. Um, they came about because I wasn't finding anything so great on the market. And so I, I put it together. And if you're curious about this, please go check that out on our website. I think you will um, fall in love with a tool or two there. Then let's talk about vibrational plates. Now, I don't know if you've ever heard of one of these or not. And maybe it might sound like, you know, kind of gimmicky. If you are... Someone in my age bracket, once upon a time, women would stand on a vibrational plate. They'd put a little strap around their waist and, you know, jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. Uh, so I thought it was pretty hokey until I really struggled with my lymphatic system and, and sitting so much of the day. And especially living in an environment where it's, you know, cold, we have like, you know, winters. And you just can't get out the way you do in the summertime. So I was like, I have to bring other things in that I can have this movement throughout the day. Uh, and one thing that I've loved is my vibrational plate, which is not a Mighty Zen tool, but I have to give a plug for them because it's been part of my journey. And I'm sharing things that I've tested and I you know, felt better as a result. So vibrational plates, there are these like whole body vibration machines and they come in different variables. So the one that I have is a 40 one. So it has different ways that it vibrates and moves and whatnot. Um, so if you are looking into exploring this, 
look at one that is a 4D vibrational plate. And you're going to have all the options to shake a number of different ways your lymphatic system. But it is a very beneficial tool for weight loss, muscle strength, pain management. Um, when it comes to weight loss, these vibrational plates, you, you stand on them. And then you can actually perform squats. You can sit on them. You can do, um, you can lay on them. There's just a number of ways to engage with this versus just standing. And that all helps like with your water retention, your body fluids, and the way that your whole um, system is working. It does help with muscle strength and endurance. These stimulate muscle contractions, and that promotes muscle strength, endurance, overall physical well-being, and potential pain relief. There have been some studies that suggest that whole body vibration therapy may also help alleviate pain and muscle soreness associated with chronic conditions. And the importance of light walking, not speed walking, but just light walking in your pain management, incorporating that into your daily routine by beginning slower with shorter distances or duration so that we don't want to like aggravate any inflammation and then gradually increase as you're tolerating it. And that will absolutely help contribute to your pain relief, your weight loss, and your overall physical well-being. And so here are some reasons why I want you to consider doing this. Because for some of you, depending upon whatever your condition is, this is going to feel very difficult. Um, I remember times where it was just walking down a street was so cumbersome mentally and physically, but there is a huge importance to this. So just gentle exercises. Just It's a low impact, gentle form. Again, be respectful of your individual pain levels, your mobility. Um, we don't want you to go to the point that you are aggravating any kind of condition, inflammation, or anything like that. But regular physical activity, such as this light walking, it can help overall managing your weight and improve your cardiovascular health and enhance your mood. And we can't heal by sitting still because then the body goes into a weakened state. And so we're finding little ways to start fostering that strength back. And that supports your pain management. Moving the body, you know, gently helps reduce stiffness, improves your joint flexibility, and can aid in the pain that's associated with chronic conditions. Wow, if you're still with me, this has been a longer episode, but these were all just um things that I felt very important to cover in this episode because I wanted you to know that you are not alone when it comes to falling for common misconceptions about pain and weight and letting that earworm embed in you and affect you physically and mentally. Um, you know, we want to recognize the impacts that weight have on chronic pain conditions, but also what chronic pain conditions impact on our weight and that, that cycle um, and how we're talked to by doctors and the publics and everything when we struggle with these invisible conditions. You know, somebody will look at me and be like, well, she's fine. She's fine. They don't know the battles going on on the inside. So when it comes to managing both, you know, pain and weight, as we heard, traditionals might not work for everyone. And that's that, you know, chronic pain and weight issues can be deeply intertwined. And I want you to look at approaching this personally and holistically and adopt maybe some of these soft exercises into your routine and pay attention to your individual needs. Focus on your sustainable lifestyle. The soft exercises like infrared sauna blanket, self-massage, vibrational plates, and light walking can all contribute to pain relief and weight loss or weight management. Mindful practices like the meditation and journaling will also add a layer in this role in managing both your physical and emotional aspects. Remember, to create a personalized plan 
that takes into account you. Don't try to take on a plan that's tailored for somebody else at a whole different level. You're going to hurt yourself in the process. Take into account your current habits, your needs, and do not hesitate to seek professional help when necessary. Everything that I have talked about today is something that you can go talk to your doctor or your mental health um, therapist, whoever you work with, about incorporating these gentle routines into your holistic wellness approach. Coping with chronic pain and weight struggles are emotionally challenging as much as they are physically. So please make sure to prioritize self-care, seek support, whatever that is, whether it's a journal, inference on a blanket, your doctors, mental health practitioners, whatever a community network, whatever it is, like-minded individuals. And if you know somebody who is struggling with this, or you just feel called to share this episode, please share this episode on your social media to your followers because somebody else might be struggling with these invisible internal issues and wrestling with these same hurtful thoughts about their journey with chronic pain and weight and what they've um, come across in the medical community with the approach of just lose weight. Just lose weight and eat well. You'll be fine. And completely dismissed. Because when you're going on a journey to discover what the chronic pain is, for me, it's still undiagnosed. Um, It's a lonely one, my friends. So I'm glad you're here. Thank you for tuning in to this whole episode. Um, Drop a comment below. And I will see you in the next one. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode and you are excited to try those rituals out for yourself. And by the way, did you know that new episodes drop weekly? Now, I'd hate for you to miss out. So make sure you subscribe to our podcast page if that's where you're listening or follow along on your favorite podcast platform. And if you're interested in getting access to early releases or other podcast-only perks, hop on over to our Patreon page for all the deets. I can't wait to hang out with you again soon. Have a great week, and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Soul Sons Podcast, where little hints spark big transformations.